Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I am your host. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us, our guest on the show is Miss Samantha Myers of Kratos Fitness, coming to you from Fanet, Texas. Samantha, what's going on? How are we today? We're doing great. And yourself? Very, very well. I am excited to dig into this. I got the chance to hear a little bit about this business before we started the recording. But Samantha, for the people who aren't familiar with Kratos Fitness, give us a little bit of context here so they know what it is that we're talking about. When you describe Kratos Fitness and all that you do as a business, what do you typically tell people? How do you break this down? Well, I've been the previous owner for about almost five years now. The business has been there about 22 years. And I have anything you can imagine in the gym, anywhere from machines to free weights, TRX bands, a Jacob's ladder. Um, I have treadmills, stair steppers, ellipticals, exercise balls, sledgehammers, tires. So anything you can imagine you can do in a workout, I'm sure I've got it. And I even have some of my members that take some of the stuff outside and do a really hard workout, especially when it's hot during the summer, because, Uh you know, of course, the more you sweat, the more calories you're going to burn. So I even have them that take things out there and they come back in and you can tell they've had a hard workout. Mm. Um, It is open 24-7. I do that because I have a lot of shift workers. So it, you know, it helps them out to where they can either go in before work or go in after work, depending on whatever stress they need to relieve. I see. Um, And so something for everybody, right? It sounds like there's a lot. It sounds like somewhere I would train. I'm going to be honest. Yes. I I mean, I have a, a variety range. I mean, I have kids who are the age of 12, 13, 14 years old who come with their parents. And then I have some who are, 16, 17, 18, who come to do extra training because, you know, they're in sports, football, baseball. Then I have, you know, 20 to 50 year old range that come and do whatever. And then I have the older ones who come and just make sure that they're walking, getting the breathing in. They don't have to walk outside in their neighborhood. So I have a variety of people. We serve anybody and everybody, six to a hundred plus Correct. We'll help them here at Kratos Fitness. And so for for some specificity, this is sort of the, the open gym model, not quite in line with the, the big box commercial fitness, but that's sort of a category. People are paying for memberships and, and using the facility. Correct. Right? Correct. Got it. Okay. Now that we know what it is that we're talking about, I want to pick your brain on the experience that you mentioned, you said that this was an existing business and somewhere along the line, ownership transitioned to you. Tell us a little bit about that because I think that's a common situation in our industry, but there are a lot of ways that it could go really, really poorly. And there are a lot of ways that it could go really well. Walk us through your experience and how that all went. Um, well, it was, it started back in 2000, the first owner built it got it going, everything. Um, I don't remember how long he had it. He had it for a good while. 
and I think he just got tired and burnt out on it. And then it goes to the next previous owner and the next, and then finally to me. And it's all kind of been, they just had it for a while and they just get burnt out. And it's something that I've always wanted to do. I've been around it for over 20 years. And there are days where it does get a little stressful and there are days where Everybody listens to this as a gym owner, Samantha. You don't I have to sugarcoat I mean, it's it. Amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but for the most part, it's very rewarding because it, it is my business. It is something that someone can come and get no worries, no, you know, mm-hmm. harassment, no of anything, because everyone's here for the same reason and purpose. Yep. So it, it's exciting to see people walk in and you can, some of them, you know, you can see them walk in and you can tell their stress level and their frustration. But when they get done with their workout, they walk out and you can see that brightness of their face and smile and the lift of all that stress relieved. And so it, it's nice to to know that you have something for an outlet of someone. Yeah, I think it's, it's a really, really important point that you bring up in that Fitness is a hard industry to run a business in. Nobody is trying Absolutely. to make it seem otherwise. It is a challenge. It but is a big challenge. Anybody that does it, does it because they know that there's no other option for them, right? There is this like noble Correct. intention of, of wanting to help people. Hell or high water, that's what we're going to do. Well, it's kind of like the fountain of youth. I mean, to stay energized and to be able to do whatever with grandkids, children, friends, family, it's the fountain of youth. You can go work out, keep that rich, that rich oxygen through your system. You know, you're making yourself eat well and it makes you feel good. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty, you know, amazing how you can. It's the only way. Yeah. For people people that know, they know what you're talking about. No explanation. Now we've been doing this for a handful of years. Now we transitioned fully as you, as the steward of this, Samantha, you already sort of touched on it, but what's been, if you were to to put your tongue on one specific thing, what's been the, the toughest challenge in your tenure as a gym owner so far? keeping the memberships um, where I want them because for every 10 you get, you lose three to four. So it, there's no consistency. There's no way to really build, uh, you know, the ladder higher and higher, because like I said, for every so many you get, you get one or two that need to cancel due to they've had a move. Um, or a medical issue, they've had an injury, it it could be for many reasons. So I would say that's probably the hardest thing to deal with. And I would say yeah, it's on a daily basis, because you start getting really good, and you're getting all these calls and all these memberships. (laughs) And then, you know, life, life happens. Yeah. you get like I suddenly said, we lose this. a few yeah. exactly exactly yeah. so that's kind of more the frustration of anything because Let's you want to stay a at a good number yeah, yeah and nobody's arguing with you even this model the the micro gym model of 
just doing classes, the personal training studio. Right. Everybody knows what you're talking about. We're trying to maintain or increase where we're currently at. Let's kind of explore that from a, a strategic viewpoint, Samantha. For you in your tenure so far, what's been working to get new members in from a, a marketing or a lead generation standpoint? How are you guys getting new traffic? Um, mine is really by my Facebook. Okay. I have a business Facebook, so I, I try to post. I don't always get to every day, but I try for the most part of it every day post something of you know, of health, of a workout, um, what to eat, what to consume at certain times, or just positive quotes to, I don't know, get your, your mind in that, in that setting of working out. Yes, it's time consuming. And yes, it can um, be a little aggravating because you can't get that time in, but how, when you get it in, how wonderful you feel afterwards. Mm -hmm. And yep. to me, it just seems like how the day gets better. So it's by the Facebook and by, um, I guess, by members that are in there. I always try to make sure it feels like home in a sense when you come in. Yep. And I think, I I think those two are sort of related. Reason. Yeah. Those, so those two I things aren't necessarily to, exclusive for sure. Go right. ahead. Right. So word of mouth, Facebook, yep. I that's my main thing is just making sure everyone is getting what they're needing and what they're requiring. Yeah. I think the way that I like in it, at least Facebook in 2022 is word of mouth. Correct. Right. It's so easy yes. for our members to like a post, share a post, tag their friends, comment, X, Y, Z, whatever the platform you mentioned, Facebook. Everyone has it. Yeah. This is how we communicate. Is there still word of true word of mouth exchange? Sure. But so much of this happens through Facebook and now, and so social media and word of mouth have somewhat collided to right. be growing further. Have you guys ever or considered in the future putting money into to Facebook to advertise on that platform to really expand the reach? Or has this just been I, organic so far? I, I did at the very beginning. Um, okay. I had hired um, someone who knew Facebook uh, in and out mm -hmm. and they did paid advertisements for me constantly. How did it go? Oh, it was fantastic. I had really great reviews, but then COVID hits so <laughs> everything came to a It's spot. not good to laugh at, but at this point, we have to have some sort <laughs> of joy. But you have so. to, though. <laughs> um, so, so now COVID it's hit, budgets got tight, around. and we cut that back. Right. Is that right? Okay, so right. we had a good experience with it. It's Yes, had a I fantastic think, experience. I think what my perspective, and I have not seen your Facebook or your ads, but my perspective is that the most successful gyms in our industry focus heavily on the organic side. They're putting out content, they're engaging with their members and just use the paid ads as a supplement to that. A la fitness and health, right? We have our, our nutrition and things that we are non-negotiable with. Right. And the supplements are just a little boost to that, right? When things aren't so good on the other side, can we pick it up with one or the other? And so I think it makes sense. And it sounds like that's something that you guys may get back to at some point in time. Take us to the next step here, Samantha. Uh, leads are leads. That's great for a business, but we need them to turn into paid customers at some point. 
Correct. When someone reaches out to you or when we have a lead, what's the sales process typically look like for them to eventually sign up? Who are they speaking with? What's that conversation about? What are they actually signing up for? Well, the person they're speaking with is me. Um, so either when they call and if I happen to miss it because I'm on the other line with the, another person talking about a membership, as soon as I hang up, I'll listen to their message, see what they're actually inquiring before I call, and then I give them a holler back, or they even text. So I, I can either be on the phone having a conversation with someone at the same time while I'm texting someone too about memberships. And within about five to 10 minutes of me talking to them, they're either ready to come and to the gym, look at it and sign, or go ahead and sign up over the phone. Yep. And so there's a couple of different routes that people go. Some come in person, some sign up kind of right on the spot over right. the phone. Which do you think you've had better success with? Um, I've had better with over the phone more than anything. Oh, interesting. Okay. They either call me on their lunch break, on their way to work, um, on their way home to where either way, however they're calling and they get done with me, they can go immediately work out. And mm -hmm. what I guess what really is the selling point of how I can get memberships so easily is because it is open 24 seven. Right. And I also tell them that I don't close. I mean, even the last storm that we had, I still stayed open We're gonna for be my members to work out because they needed to people their stress love level. having their right. spot on. Yeah. And so we're getting people signed up. Let me ask you this, because it sounded like early on, we talked a little bit about the, the open membership model being the meat and potatoes here, but also having things like personal training or things like boot camps. Is that a conversation that we have when someone signs up or do you find that it's more successful to have that a little bit later on? Um, I first kind of get the feel of who I'm talking to and what their um, goals are mm -hmm. and what they're trying to succeed. And if they're, depending on their demeanor on how they're bringing themselves across the conversation, it depends on how I present that. So there, it, I would probably say half and half. So there are some where I just let them sign up, get used to the feel of the gym. And then when they start coming to me for questions of certain things, that's when I go in and tell them about personal training, boot camp, um, meal planning that I do, all that. Now there are some, like I said, it's half and half. There are some where they'll start asking and before I can even finish membership prices, they're immediately asking me, about personal training mm -hmm. and how long does it include does it not include so it just depends on the person and how they're telling me they're wanting to achieve yeah. and then from that's, there is when that's I an important point got it and so i don't want to be i don't want to like when you go to a store and you're in there pushing it on people right and you don't want I someone see. pushing on you with something well yeah. that's what i do i kind of feel for the person before i say anything and i think that's probably what i was alluding to early on when we said this isn't quite in line with the commercial gyms the big box Correct. there's a little bit more of a, a personalized feel but for you guys that personal training the boot camps whatever other services the meal planning etc 
do you think that that's something that you'll lean into here in the future? I see examples all the time of gyms that make even more money from things like these types of services layered on than they do from the general membership themselves. Do you think that that's a route for you guys? Absolutely. Like I said, before COVID hits, that's what I was doing more of. Um, Great reset button. Right. Um, So yes, I'm hoping that does increase. It's just very difficult at this point in time because I guess people are still trying to adjust to new jobs, new types of pay that they're getting. But yeah, that's what I'm, that's what my goal is, is to get back to where I was when it came to the personal training and the boot camps. I even at one point did um, a kid's camp during the summer. Mm-hmm. So it's just trying to get everyone back on track again and not have the feeling of being scared spending that little extra to make themselves their body feel better and healthy yeah now somewhat outside of the scope of our conversation because we aren't able to change society's expectations and fears and what that is but we are able to control what happens within our walls at least For you, Samantha, in the pursuit of rebuilding membership, in the pursuit of of growing these coaching services, the PT, the boot camps, whatever it is, what do you think is going to be the hardest part for you? What do you think is going to be potential hurdles to that? Um, Just, I guess, with everything that's been going on, just that people getting that security back again of wanting to do extra yeah that i think that's that's going to be it my could biggest. Be. that's a perfectly reasonable answer i think our industry in general is struggling with that right. i don't think that's unique to you i think that's everybody in our space right i think that's just going to be the biggest part of it is trying to get people back into the swing of the way they were before things started going off the charts and that's just yeah. it that's for me that's what i found it's been the most difficult now as we run a little bit shy on our conversation or shy on time for our conversation i want to ask you this and this is the the fun question this is the the magic genie lamp question for example we start rebuilding the membership we start building back these programs samantha what's the ultimate goal in your mind for kratos fitness what's the the big picture that you're looking to achieve what I'm looking to achieve is increase my boot camp, my training, um, add more interesting equipment to the gym. Mm. I want to add, sa- you know, a sauna in each of the bathroom because after, you know, hard workout or even if you've had an injury, the sauna, what it does to your muscles, it's, it's amazing how it makes you heal and makes you feel better. Um, just increasing everything I can the ability for anyone to be able to do anything is what my goal is yeah and so growth expansion one final perspective on this because it's entertaining for me and potentially others that listen to this we fill out these boot camps we're totally full on personal training we can't take any more members multiple locations has that thought ever crossed your mind it has it has crossed my mind um i have a couple friends who live in certain areas around beaumont and finette who 
don't have a gym and they have to travel a little bit and they've always asked me have you ever thought about opening up like a sister company of a gym and I was like at one point I would like to yeah whenever it gets to that absolutely that I think that would be fantastic if I could do that it's a fun conversation and, and one that we can save for another day but we'll have to invite you back on to do that Samantha this has been awesome I I always enjoy gym owners who are willing to come on and and give an insider look into how their business truly functions and what's going well and what we're still trying to improve. So I can't thank you enough for your time. I'm excited to see what the future holds because we're definitely still working on building this thing. So (laughs) we'll talk to you again in the future for today. That's all the time we have. I thank you and I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Absolutely. To everyone who tuned in. Thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lloyd's out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on this show is Roxy from Get Fit, Bungie, and Trampoline Fitness in Laporte, Texas. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you coming off that Thanksgiving break? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happy, happy Monday. Um, and I'm so excited, Roxy, to finally have you here and to talk about you know what you do over at Get Fit. Um, But before we kind of dive down that path, give me a little bit of background here, you know, a brief background. What was it that led to you going and opening up this studio? Um, So it's funny when we were talking, I actually was in business for a long time. Um, My background is marketing and design. And so um, through doing all that, I ended up this way. But COVID hit like so many and um which is why i kind of snickered when we were like COVID hit and this and that um COVID hit and i had just actually started my health journey right before all that because i was tired of being in the hospitals with pancreatitis high triglycerides and um anxiety i mean it was just bad i was on all the medications so i finally um got into the gym i had a gym buddy which i find very crucial to anyone's journey um, and they closed it down and I was like, what am I going to do? I'm six months in. Like I'm, I was committed. I was committed to myself. Um, and I even had my family behind me and, um, my husband, I downloaded TikTok cause I have three kiddos. And so I downloaded TikTok and I saw all these people flying around and I'm like, what is this? So, um, my husband bought me a bungee and trampoline and we set it up in our Texas garage and that's where I learned whenever I first got I hated it uh I was too big for it because you know there's there's limitations and harness safety issues and stuff like that and so I hated it so much I was like this is not okay 
Um, and then I started utilizing it the way it was meant to be because trampolines um, really can burn those calories and stuff for you. Um, and I started shredding on the trampoline and then I got myself into the harness and about a year into it, I was like, I want to do this. This is, this is what we need. We need this, you know, we need life back into our, um, like our journeys and stuff. You know, everyone's like, Oh, I'm going to the gym. And that's, you just don't get that. It's something different every day you get on, you find new things that you could do, or, you know, you're working new muscles and stuff. And all the low impact to it. It just made sense. Although I was going to die in my garage because of the heat in Texas. Um, it was, it was a neat experience and I just knew I wanted to bring it to women around me to help them out, you know, and help them get excited about being healthy and putting themselves first. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, what a journey too. And you know, something that stood out to me there was that you found uh, found this on TikTok. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, TikTok made me do it. TikTok, TikTok made, me do. made me do it. I love that phrase. Um, no, it's it's serious. Like my my boyfriend and I will be will be like scrolling on TikTok, like people do, you know, and we'll yeah. find something, and we're like, we have to do this, or we have to go there. TikTok TikTok has made us do all kinds of really weird things, but I mean, it brought you a business, so that's really yeah. dope. <laughs> that's so cool tiktok <laughs> okay thank you tiktok okay so give us your best elevator pitch of get fit um you know who you guys are what services that you provide uh all the services paint a picture of the business model here so that our listener really understands what it is that you guys do as we move forward here okay so we we do call ourselves a family obviously um but we're really here to um, help people and hold them accountable and find a personal relationship and connecting with getting them through the day. Um, because with women, we are so easily pulled away from things. Uh, career, husband, you know, house, kids, um, that it is so important that you take that 30 minutes and just escape, you know, and at minimum four days a week what you want to do um so we really are a community a family um we're all low impact we really look for like the holistic side of things we make sure that we take you know the rest days and we saw on wednesdays and stuff like that um which we find very important um and just bringing fun back to cardio you know in general um, is what we do as well because of my other partner that's here um, with Yellowbird Fitness who does the refit and personal training and all that with the military background. She too has the, you know, side of it that is very harsh and, and, and I say harsh in a loose way, um, but I mean very, you know, with military workouts and stuff, they can be crucial, you know, so um, we're just putting the fun back in it to women and making sure um, that we brought something to everyone where they realized that 30 minutes a day could get them, you know, a little bit of relief of what they're like, you know, what's going on and kind of get you refocused because everyone needs those endorphins rates and stuff. So really, it was, you know, for us to bring to the community a place that women and we did it for both originally, but we became such a hotspot for women that that's why I kind of geared towards it 
um, because they feel very comfortable in here and we just kind of let loose and stuff like that. So, and they do have, women have gym mouths, just so everyone knows, really bad ones too. Um, but they do, they come in, they bring their kids in and everything and, and we involve the kids because their kids are always stuck to us. You know, so I will, if a mom needs to come in and get that 30 minutes, I'll, I'll put their kid on a harness and, you know, let them fly around while I get their mom worked out. So um, I just love, I love that Roxy. And like, as a parent, I have a four-year-old people yeah. listen to the show all the time. They know this, but I have a four-year-old. And so like, I found, you know, when I first got started in my health and fitness journey, he was about a year old and I found that it became crucial for me to take that 30 minutes at least every single day to take care of myself because if I'm not taking care of myself I'm not going to be able to take care of him I'm no. going to be grumpy. I'm going to be irritable I'm going to hate who I'm looking at in the mirror and how do you show your child that love that they deserve when you feel like crap about yourself Absolutely. so for like really building out this space and it sounds like you guys do you know a lot of group classes how many classes do you offer every day so every day, if it's on a boot camp week, um, we offer um, the 5 a.m. for the boot camp for the hour. And then we run at three different hours through the day at 8 a.m., 11 and 6. And then sometimes we have, you know, the 8 a.m. is 8 a.m. and 8.30. And then the, you know, 11 is 11 to noon. And we put that as open gym because I had a lot of people that prefer trampoline or only prefer bungee and so I can bring them in and post and I can watch everyone kind of go through you know um and then at night we have um two classes at six and six thirty okay okay so a decent amount of classes every single day oh, now yeah, yeah. um how does the membership work do your members pay per class or do you have like a monthly membership that they pay for so we do we do a monthly membership um and really we're with our first year here we kind of cater to everything um but we do um uh like a single jump a three-day trial and then a month trial um uh, then we have month-to-month -month options and then we also have contract options um obviously to bring the price down and, and all that marketing yahoo so um we do offer um different things the most expensive one that we have per month is 105 a month and that's an unlimited all access pass um we do saturdays pop-up saturdays and then we also do one saturday event a month um that they can come to and it can range to anything we've had goat yoga We've had puppy yoga. We, you know, so we're always picking different things. Um, we've had bungee marathons, you know, and trampoline stuff. So we try to make it different all the time. Okay. I love, I love the variety there. That's so fun. Now, you know, currently, if you look at the gym, how many people do you have on that membership that you can count on for like reoccurring revenue every single month? So unfortunately, right now we are in a decline, unfortunately. Um, and I know that season wise, we're not in peak season for us, but January's coming. Um, currently right now we have 35 and our goal at the end of the year was a hundred. Um, and so I'm a little upset, you know, you, you have to outweigh that, but we've learned so much from the first year that now we have to take that and, and put it to the second year. Um, it, it, because it was so eye opening to, you know, for women, but once September hits, us mamas do not 
put ourselves first and it is it it shows you know um so very very kind of tell of times of how fast-paced we were from you know january to june and then it just you know fell off so we will be working on that this year coming up definitely in our second year i think the seasonality in this business is so hard Um, but you know fitness is something that people always need regardless of the time of year it's just about how do we pull how do we pull people in on those times of year where like you know the holidays are up everybody has a lot going on but how do we you know show them the importance of you know making 30 minutes still for themselves every single day so what kind of things do you guys currently do to get people in the front door um what does Mm -hmm. your you know like what what ways are people in your community finding out about you uh, so we do events. Um, we've been invited. We know um, around in our town and stuff to local events. Okay. Uh, and then we also host events here, um, especially right now, like December. Um, we have went all grinched out, and so we have different themes. I know I'm goofy, um, but we have different things going on. And really, because our shopping strip, we kind of got together. We're doing co- uh, cookies and cocos with Grinch this Saturday um which is we thought was really neat but it's for the shopping center as well to get people because there's a lot of new businesses um so we really you know we all pitched in and was like this is what we need to do you know we're going to bring different things to the table um but we're always out there social media is a whole nother job whenever you're you know opening a business and and everything so I've got someone helping me with that but um marketing will definitely be you know on the focus for next year uh, of doing that but events we always are invited to events yeah um i have a travel trailer uh with a little setup of the bungee system on it and so it's neat to take it and i can get people on it while i'm out um and get them into it so it we have a lot of fun events you know that that interact with the system so they can see it and how it works and and use it there you know i i definitely think that um you know the community initiatives and stuff that you're doing are great because they're going to generate word of mouth and in this industry word of mouth is you know our generally one of our favorite things because we don't have to pay for that um, that's, <laughs> that we, that's something that we, you know, if we can generate word of mouth, we're going to get some good quality leads, but it is hard to predict because we could do, you know, some sort of event and it not really bring in any, any leads. And then that's tough. Cause it's like, did we just waste our time? We don't really know. I just don't think anything whenever you're trying to start a business. I don't, I just think it's all lessons learned. I don't think you're ever really wasting your time because you don't know until you try it, you know? So, I mean, I guess that's with anything in life, Um, but it is, it it kicks you down, especially since you're as like the coach and the trainer and stuff and the business owner, you have to make sure mentally that you don't allow yourself to get pulled down by those things. You just have to say, you know what? scratch that let's regroup and we'll refocus you know our energy on something else and try and push things differently you know yeah yeah no I definitely I definitely understand that and I really appreciate your perspective you know that it's not waste waste no. you know um 
Okay. So, you know, you said something that I thought was interesting. There was like in the new year, you know, marketing will be something that you guys will look into. What's your plan for marketing? Do you have a plan? Are you going to try to create one? Yeah. So, um, I actually was just in discussing with what we're going to do, um, with this, because I have a lot of small business owners that are around me that I'm in with all the time that are friends and come here and stuff. Um, so we are, I am reaching out to different people to under try and see if I can figure this out on my own with the marketing. Um, because really cost is, is the bottom line, obviously for any business owner. So we want to make, I want to make sure that I can do it on my end. And if I can't, then I will obviously release that to someone else. Um, but we are, I guess with the hype and everything that was going on with the TikToks or whatnot, everyone got so excited, you know, but everyone, you know, like they, you cannot go on right now and find a full bungee workout video online. Um, so I know that we are looking into videos and, and offering that to where people can do it at home and, because now you can go on Amazon and purchase a harness, you know, and bungee and stuff, but what are people doing with it? You know? So, um, we are definitely looking at different people. I just don't know which way we're going to go yet. I know that it needs to happen. We're just trying to figure out which way it could happen with the marketing aspect with us. Cause we really, we need to hit it, like hit up the, I did one chambers of commerce over here, but the times just don't mesh up, you know, um, because I have 8am classes and that's when they meet. But, um, I definitely will be looking into joining different areas and stuff and, and really getting out there and finding this marketing piece that we need. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that marketing in this industry is like different than any other. So like we could ask the, the people locally, but at the end of the day, like people don't just flock to a gym. We have to approach it differently. Like people don't just want to work yeah. out. They're not motivated to just work yeah. out. So you have to approach things differently. And I think there's a lot that we can, you know, kind of figure out to do to, to make that happen. Um, but kind of want to move on from this, you know, Roxy, if you look at your business right now, what would you consider to be your biggest challenge or your biggest bottleneck? And what are you going to do to work on overcoming that? Um, well, I always say, I mean, especially when starting the health journey, uh, the most important part of this is the mental, like women and their mental, I mean, I guess everyone um, but whenever we are struggling all the time and we're anxiety driven and all that, and then you take, you're coming and you're getting it in and you feel better when you leave. And I hear it every time I feel better. I, you know, I always feel better when I come, I don't want to come Well, hardest part is coming. Um, but I feel so good. And then they just drop. So I'm like, what is it? I know it wasn't that they weren't having fun. I know it wasn't that they weren't seeing results, you know, because I've seen them. I have pictures. We take measurements, you know, we do all those things. Um, and I really just feel that life happens and we stop taking care of ourselves. Like if we don't become a priority. I think that is the challenge is trying to figure out how to make everyone understand the priority of being on a health journey and figuring it out. You know, I think that's our biggest challenge right now. And I may not figure that out, but you know, we've got a, that's our challenge. And I don't know how to 
make them see that and and stay focused with it really it is that's what it is yeah i definitely understand that now um have you kind of thought of any ways to work on you know overcoming that roxy like have you thought of anything specific that might help you with it um i mean we're really obviously we're never gonna have all the answers to everything you know what i mean um so again we'll just uh, we'll go into the next year and deal with marketing and figure out, you know, if they have the dream line to figure out how to get it, get, you know, get people to stay and, and stay on that journey. Okay. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you look good today, that's great, but you still have to worry about what's going to happen in two weeks when you don't feel good, you know? So yeah, definitely. It, that's our biggest, I think the biggest issue. So I think the marketing, um, will help me, you know, in that aspect for sure. Um, but really us getting them in there because it's not us. So, you know, I'm like, you know, what's going on? Uh, financial is always the issue. You know, the biggest challenge is finance and I'm and and then them staying and not getting taken over by their life. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, accountability in the fitness industry and, and keeping our members like on track, it's, it's one of the most challenging things because we could have, you know, and a lot of bigger gyms, they'll have like hundreds of members, but they'll only have like a small percentage of people actually utilizing the membership yeah. or, people, you know, constantly wanting to cancel. Um, we have an accountability program at our facility where we have like a cans of communication and automatic messages that send out to our, our members, holding them accountable and internal challenges and things like that. So those are definitely some good ideas that maybe you could apply. Like, you know, yeah. uh, we've done a, a challenge where it's like, who can show up the most times in, in one month. And then at the end of the month, we give away something yeah. to that person who wins and people love a good challenge. We've done transformation challenges. Like who can who can lose the most body fat this month? We'll, we'll award you something and we'll, ha- we'll set you up with the resources that you need, not only the fitness, but we'll give you some nutrition support, some guidance. We'll give you some accountability. We're going to have an internal Facebook group. We'll be posted in there. Those are all, all really great ideas to hold your members accountable because at the end of the day, people like a game, people like a challenge. So if we can provide them with that, um, it's a really great way to kind of keep them, them motivated. But what, you know, we talked about your talent before we run out of time, make sure I can ask you about like, what's your goal with this, Roxy? If I could hand you a magic wand at the end of the day, all your dreams, all your goals for your business came true. What would that picture look like at the end of the day? Um, I am consistently filling up spots in my, in my bungees and trampoline classes. And we have a really good flow going in and out and people are, you know, seeing results and, and becoming healthier. Uh, I really, my main goal is, is a hundred happy jumpers. You know, we call them jumpers instead of clients and all that around here. So, um, a hundred, you know, a hundred jumpers, um, and, you know, just having results and, I just want it all. I want it just to be successful. Uh, one of my instructors that we have made a comment the other day, and she said, "I wish people were in fact were infatuated with us as much as we are." <laughs> I was like, "Me too," you know. Um, but we had to get to that place, you know, to get infatuated with ourselves, to be happy with ourselves. So, um, 
my my all is is at least a effect being around for years to come and being able to hand something over to my kids and stuff but for sure i want to hit um i want to hit the 100 we can actually house 326 jumpers with all the classes that we do each day every week um so yes, I would love to have someone in every spot, you know, wouldn't that be great for everybody with the magic wand? Woo. Um, yeah. But yeah. I don't, so, think, I don't think that that's like far-fetched though, Roxy. No, like, I don't really think that that's something that can become a reality. Yeah, no, and it is. And we're very, very small facility. We kept our overhead very short and stuff, or short. We kept it very low and everything where we're at. So I really, um, with the magic wand, if a hunter jumpers, could come and be really and be committed you know um i would be so excited because it really is that easy you know it's not i don't there's nothing i can i can guide them and and we can guide them together you know because everyone's body is different and mm -hmm. um but a hundred jumpers the the magic wand would give me i don't want to be greedy and take all 326 but i'll take 100. <laughs> Yeah, so Roxy, what do you feel like you need to focus on right now as a business currently stands to take you to the position where you do you do have a hundred jumpers? Like what do you need to focus on to bring you there? Marketing. Marketing for sure. Yeah, it's tough. It's definitely um not easy. We're biz we're fitness people generally. We're not business people. So learning the marketing, the advertising, it all takes time. And what's important is that you understand that that is important. That is something that that will take you to the next level. So I'm excited to see how your business is able to transform once you add that layer in. Um what would be a word of advice that you would share with a new gym owner? Like somebody who just opened up a gym today. You've been doing this for almost a year. So what would you share, share with them? Um, when you wake up and blink, it'll change no matter what <laughs> every day, all day, something changes, something's different. Um, and believe in yourself, believe in your product, believe in yourself, believe what you're trying to bring to the you know community or what you're trying to get people to buy into. Um, I, I just feel like you should uh, always lead by example. And I do work out every day and sometimes multiple times a day. Um, but I also know that, you know, like when I need to rest, you know, and, and especially being a business owner and working out, that's double whammy. Um, and so you have to know and have the people around you that can support you to take on, you know, if you're out for a day or two, make sure that you have someone there that can, you know, kind of come in and save the day. Mine's called Jeanette. I have a Jeanette and I'm not giving her up to anybody. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you lead by example, believe in your product. That is, that is, you know, in all the years that I've been in sell, if you don't believe in it, there's no point in even doing it, you know, and I believe that this is something that women really need to ignite themselves back into if they've lost it. I have a lot of bariatric surgery women, um, uh, who absolutely have found, you know, that thing that is going to bring them back to the health, you know, that they need, that the, that's going to keep them on track. Um, and so it, it, that I love that part, you know, is that they found something that makes them happy. They had the surgery, but after the surgery comes a lifetime of all the changes that you, and you have to change your daily activity once you have those kind of surgeries, you know, and people think, oh, look, I just got it done and I'll be fine. That's not, 
that's not how it works. So, you know, it's going to come back if you don't correct it. So uh, you got to believe in it. You have to really um, even and stretching and, and all the, all the things that combine, you have to believe in it. And I think that like the Pilates and Woosaws and all that are very, um, uh, what's it called undervalued, I guess, uh, because they are so important, um, through our journey, because I really felt whenever I was going through all my training and stuff, a lot of it was not, it was not focused on, you know, so believe in your product and, and know when you need a break is really what I would say to anyone doing this. Cause it was kind of a whirlwind, but it was fun. It's fun, you know, yeah. but know that when you blink or you go to bed and you wake up, it's going to be different and you have to change gears or whatever. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, I love, I love that. That's so important to you, you know, just sharing the, um, like, being a role model for your clients because at the end of the day like they're all watching us they all want to be like us so um I love that you kind yeah. of like you know you make make that very clear um Roxy where can our listeners go to find you online online um well we're under Facebook uh yeah and then my, our www.gitfit.biz is our webpage. Um, and then we also have a TikTok and an Instagram. So, and we are really lagging on it, I know. Um, but man, that is a whole beast. Social media is a whole other beast. Uh, it's a great beast. It's not, you know, it can really work in your favor, but man. So um, you really gotta stay on top of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I appreciate you sharing that. I'm excited to check it out and see what you do over there. And so Roxy, yeah. not to. It's not easy. It's not pain-free, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, there's just definitely, really fun. <laughs> it's very, very fun. I appreciate you for being here today, Roxy. Finally <laughs> sitting down. I having this conversation talking about get fit um and listeners thanks guys for tuning in don't forget if you want to stay notified about future episodes please hit like and subscribe and if you want to join us for an episode here at the gym lords podcast fill out the link in the description our team will be in touch with you soon as always until next time gym lords out Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders.
What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Emily Newton, and joining us on the show today is Melissa and Jackie from the Pilates Bar in California. What's going on, ladies? How are we doing today? Good. Excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're super excited to have you guys on. Now, before we dive into the nitty gritty of everything that you guys have going on at the Pilates Bar, Tell us a little bit about how you describe the business to people and what made you want to start your gym in the first place? How we describe our business to people? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, we offer Pilates, bar, and yoga, (laughs) and they go really well together. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's no other place in Chico that has all these three under one roof. Um, the, the movements that we offer really tap into like the deep, small core muscles of the body, really focusing on alignment, that's Pilates. And then bar kind of takes those principles, but moves it, we go with the beat of the music. So it's a little bit more upbeat. It's a little bit more, it's a lot more upbeat and fun and rhythmic and so driving it yeah very music driven and so um bigger movements you're standing doing um squats and lunges so that naturally gets your heart rate up and then we've got the heated with infrared panels yoga which allows you to stretch your body take a bigger deep bigger breath (laughs) and um mindfulness like more of a mindfulness practice and so um bringing that element into all the different modalities we offer and then bringing them together Mm -hmm. right so that there's a lot of crossover Mm -hmm. so you can bring that mindfulness into pilates into bar and there's just that really nice synergistic effect yeah, I mean, I think that mindfulness is definitely a uh, topic that's underrated in our industry, mm. and there's not enough people that talk about it for sure. Mm-hmm. So when you guys first started the gym, were you trying to like fill a gap of something that was missing in your community? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, there is no studio that offers the three modalities we do, so the Pilates, bar, and yoga. And then one thing too, we wanted to make it accessible for everybody. Um, A lot of the times you have to take private, if you've never done a Pilates class per se, and you have to take um, at least three privates before joining a group class, A, that makes it not affordable for everybody. um, And B, I guess it doesn't make it affordable for everybody, right? And it it just, yeah, it cuts out a lot of people. And so um, I feel like, and Jackie, let me know if you feel the same way. Uh, we went to this wonderful workshop um, in Palm Springs. And um, I feel like I kind of had like an aha moment for me there because um, Sean was the, the teacher that owned the studio. And um, he said something, you know, at the end of the day, just let let them move and let their bodies figure out what's supposed to happen. And it doesn't have to be so rigid. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's, I mean, we are skilled enough instructors and teachers. We can get people just to walk through the door and, and um, we can still have anybody join a group class. You know um, you don't need to do privates unless you want to absolutely. We'll offer them. Super but it's, helpful. It's, Super it helpful. is helpful. Trust me. It is very <laughs> helpful. Some people yeah, need them more than others, but, um, yeah. And I feel like that is one thing that sets us apart is 
you can sign up. We have a really great promotion. That's an intro week. So it's 30 day, $30 for a week of unlimited classes. So you can come up, come in, jump into a Pilates class, never taken one, always been curious and we'll take care of you. You know, um, you don't need to do those three privates unless you want to, you know, so. So that was like a special thing that we offered and we mm -hmm. knew taking that on, it was going to be harder for the teacher because yeah. the, um, the thing with Pilates that's really unique are the machines are the machines <laughs> and um and they're spring loaded so they're not something you're going to see in your gym so oftentimes people are just like what is my body doing on this thing so yeah we've opened up pilates to way more people this way who never would have wanted to try it before because mm -hmm. of the cost of it and then the other thing is with bar there was no bar studio in chico so we both went through an education and we're like now we have nowhere to actually take classes. And that was what kind of inspired us to include the bar aspect of it. And so the, I didn't mean to, inter to interrupt, but what is bar? Yeah, great question. So it's a combination of, it's like a little bit of ballet-esque moves mixed with Pilates and then some yoga. So we do like plies, releve. So you use maybe a little bit more dancer ballet terminology um and we have like a ballet bar in here that's like to help people hold on to for balance it's we use it kind of as a prop and then um so yeah we have those classes and it goes to music so it's very fluid and rhythmic very driven by music and so um that's kind of a little bit of what bar is and it's interesting because a lot of people were like don't know what pilates is don't know what bar is, but everyone kind of knows what yoga is, which is really helpful. So we are like this new little niche in town where we get to show everybody like this is what bar is. And um, and so we wanted bar. That was something we were missing in our practice where as soon as we went through the education, we're like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Mm -hmm. Like this is taking my fitness level to the next <laughs> level. And um and so that was part of the reason that we chose to include bar into the mix. Okay. That's pretty cool. Um, and I personally, like, I've never taken bar. I've also never taken like Pilates. Yeah. But like, from what you're saying, it, it definitely makes me want to go like try a free class or something like mm -hmm. that somewhere here in Charlotte. Yeah. So with that being said, um, how are you guys finding your clients? Because this is like a very unique set of services that you guys are offering together because you have bar Pilates and then you also have yoga. Mm -hmm. um, is there any other services that I, that I missed that you guys also have too? No, I mean, that's private. basically it. Yeah. Private sessions on okay. any of those. We do offer privates and duets um, on any of those and, you know, little check-ins and stuff like that. So that's yeah. it. Okay. That's the okay. stance right now. Yeah. Soon to be oh. teacher trainings, right? Yeah. Soon to be, yeah the the uh, train hub um as well so so to, to answer your question finding clients we're pretty fortunate that chico is like a relatively like smaller city and chico loves to support chico so they love entrepreneurs they love small businesses and um i feel like that's been really in our favor um, and then we're in this new development in chico that is being that's been like being built around us as we've been here. And so they have like new restaurants, coffee shops, and just a lot of cool other businesses that have been coming in. So it's also in this like new up and coming and happening area. 
of Chico that's really helpful um, that I think really supports us that most towns don't have. Yeah. Also, since we have something that's so unique, um, well, basically when we created this, we wanted to create something that we wanted. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously it was Very something funny. that was desired. Um, and so we've been creating this community and it's our, our studio has grown just simply organically. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't, we haven't really done a lot of big advertising. I mean, sure, we'll do like Facebook ads and Instagram ads when we have something coming up, but you know, we're not we're growing super organically Word of mouth. and I feel like that is the way sure it takes a little bit longer but that is how you find those those that community that stays right that family that community that really supports you and stays mm -hmm. so um and that's yeah we have the promotion the new client special which does really help so people can do a week of classes um, for $30, which is a pretty sweet deal. I mean, that gets a lot of people, it gets a lot door. of people weekly, in the door. Yeah. Weekly, a I lot mean, of people. Um, but yeah. And then usually once people experience that first week, they're able to take as many classes as they want for mm -hmm. seven days. They get a little bit of taste of everything. And we have different memberships that we offer. So we have like, if you just like Pilates, we have a package or membership that's just for that and then we have one that's kind of separate for bar and yoga and then we have like one that's for everything so um a lot of different pricing options yeah, depending so, on, on what your budget and what, yeah. what your availability is mm -hmm. too so um but i do feel like the new client special we've had that ongoing since the very beginning mm -hmm. gets a lot of people in the door every week yeah okay that's good that's good so with that being said, um, you guys are seeing like a lot of clients on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. What system <laughs> are you using to keep track of everything? Like, like what class, who's showing up? Better or worse. <laughs> so we we are with MindBody and um, it, I, sigh, I sigh deeply just because MindBody is great until it isn't. And I'm sure, you know, anybody listening out there that has MindBody will agree. It is a really big platform, but the beauty of it, what's really cool about it is we don't have our own app, although we have talked about it. Um, uh, the people will discover us just from the MindBody app, right? They have that, they have their own app and um, people are able to, you know, discover us that way, which is kind of nice. Um, but that is what we use for scheduling. That is what we use for, you know, marking people present. That's what we use for, for, you know, the back end basically. It's our whole back end. So mm -hmm. gotcha. okay. we do know there's others out there. I don't think there's any perfect scheduling mm -hmm. platform and let, maybe, maybe pen and paper, maybe going straight <laughs> to Excel spreadsheet, which we actually we did, did at do. one point. That was so time consuming. <laughs> we did use Google. Okay. Yeah. Um, we can touch on that later in a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. My body, my body can be really, it's really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say that I decide to join your studio like tomorrow. What would my mm -hmm. client experience be like? And what would make me want to stay long term? Um, your client experience. Well, you would walk into the doors. It's a beautiful space. It's a beautiful space. <laughs> um, we have it all decked out for the holidays right now, which is really fun. Um, and you'd be greeted by a teacher or one of us. 
Um, and you'd probably come in here wide eye, like most people do and <laughs> ask, do where go? do I go? And we're like, it's your first time. Great. You know, we introduce ourselves, you put yourself in a cubby and then you go to your class. Um, and from there, if you're taking Pilates, um, the teacher will be there to kind of lay out, give you a little explanation of the machine, ask if there's anything going on with your body. Um, at that point, it'd be a great time to let them know that, you know, you have something going on with your spine, you had some big injury, um, something like that. Um, that way, you know, we can always modify for you. That's why our classes are small that way, because we get people, you know, you'll have a, a class of eight, one person will be pregnant, one piece will, one person will have osteoporosis, one person just broke their knee, you know, shoulder surgery, shoulder surgery whatever. And, and we're all qualified in a way that we can teach the same class to all these people. We're just going to modify for those three specific people. So they still get their personal class. They still get their class. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's Pilates. And, um, same for bar bar is a little bit harder to modify, but still you get that, you get that, in it, that, um, that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You personal. get that. Yeah. That personal welcome. And then at the end, we'll kind of check in and we have a little, little something we give our newcomers and, um, yeah, they'll get an email later on um, saying thank you for checking us out. Yeah. Um, that's basically it. So yeah, a lot of, you know, it's really great. I'm sorry to interrupt you real quick. What I've noticed, we've had a lot of new people this month. Um, our community is so great because people automatically will be like, oh, who are you? I'm so-and-so. And those people, our, our established community will start introducing themselves to the new people checking out the studio. And I saw I had two new people this week and it was really great to like help them feel, you know, more comfortable here. Cause it could be kind of scary walking into a new space, right? Yeah. Um, it can be intimidating. So so we have great community. We have a great in community. Other words, really yeah. awesome community. It's so special. It's, it's like, so special. I mean, they are the reason we are here. Yeah. They're they very important it. to us. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. And so that's one reason we do like to keep our classes smaller. So mm -hmm. Pilates, we have eight machines. And in the bar and yoga room, we keep it to about 15. Yoga, maybe 20. And that just allows like, so the instructor can really throw out um, modifications uh, for people who, you know, that person told you, oh, I had a shoulder surgery. You're like, okay, so if you've got shoulder stuff going on today, you might skip this move and just make it look like this. So we're, con we're very conscientious of really honoring people's bodies here so that they feel very included. And it's really important to us for people to feel successful mm -hmm. and empowered by movement and mm -hmm. that... Um, people who were scared to move before learn to love to move and that it doesn't have to be, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. It can actually feel good. And, um, and that really recontextualizes things. And so yeah. that's something that's important to us as well. So you would walk out of the studio feeling like your best self. That is what would happen. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, that's good. Cause I mean, you always want to feel good after a workout you don't always want to feel like super beat down you know no. yeah no yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um we were having a pretty interesting conversation earlier before we hopped on the air about COVID mm. you guys started like at the beginning of the pandemic yes. so can you talk about like what did that look like for you all and how have you recovered 
from. I'll just say one thing and they'll let you talk. It was like training <laughs> with weights. That's what it was like. Uh, training with weights. That's funny. I wouldn't call it training with weights. I, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackie would, Jackie would call it training with weights. So, um, we've been asked this question quite a lot just because, you know, we were brand new. Um, we had it shut down and we wanted to respect everything that was happening. We wanted to respect how people felt. We didn't want to get sick. Um, so we did shut down. And like Jackie did mention before we um, started talking, um, we have this beautiful barn in um, our, where, where our studio is called Marion Park. And there's this beautiful barn and they hadn't started using it yet. And so um, the owner of Marion Park was like, well, why don't you start teaching your classes outside? We're like, okay, great. And so they put up these uh, bars in there. And so we taught our classes outside. We taught bar classes. We taught Matt Pillai's classes and it filled up this. And yoga. And yoga. And it filled up the barn. Um, we would go in there every day and sweep it up. And we, you know, brought all our weights out there. Um, and then a fire happened. A and really so crazy fire. A really crazy fire happened. And I so remember this too. I'm teaching a bar class and I can feel my heart rate start um, pumping, but not in a good way. <laughs> it's like, oh, I think the air quality is not good right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, crap. And um, I looked at my phone and sure enough, um, the smoke got really bad and we basically had to shut everything down again. And um, so we got kind of a, a two punch there with COVID and a fire. Um, and so, I mean, are we truthful? Are we doing yeah, we're yeah. Okay. So then what we started doing is we went back in the studio. We snuck back we in. We snuck back in. <laughs> and <laughs> what we did, we had really small classes, really mm -hmm. small bar and yoga classes. And then for Pilates, we spread our machines out even more than they already are. And you had to sign up via a Google Doc. Um, and so we called it secret performer classes <laughs> and people would sign up via via google and um that worked out great and there's a lot more effort we had to kind of be on top of like when people needed to cancel yeah whereas like my body takes care of most of that True. for us so mm -hmm. we did all the things you had to wear a mask mm -hmm. um we you know cleaned everything with alcohol i mean we a were lot of cleaning. on it we were on it with cleaning um but people came people, people kept came. coming i mean like they were so supportive yeah. we couldn't have done it without our clients oh my and, gosh and at first we didn't know who our clients were so we didn't know if they were like really like tight covid people yeah. or if people were more lax we just didn't know who they were and we just wanted to respect them it was so we just trying yeah. to like not make anyone feel ostracized right and yeah. the interesting thing was like with people wearing masks and you don't know who these people are at all it made it so challenging at first because like for almost a year, we didn't see people's faces mm -hmm. in person. And so, but that's so challenging too, because you you can't get that facial feature. Like if you're doing something that burns and all you see is your <laughs> eyes and like, there's no smile, you're like, are you okay? You know? So it was so like bizarre being open yeah. for the first few months and not being able to see people's faces. Um, and breathing too. Oh, oh gosh. gosh, for the bar classes, it was oh. such a pain. But we, we did it. We kept playing we the game. It. Yeah, we did it. and. Um, and then, you know, things started to open up. We would, you know, uh, make it so you can get a few more people in the bar and yoga classes and, you know, things opened up a little bit more. We'd add a little bit more people yeah. and, um, but very slowly we kept our classes very, really small yeah. and that made people feel really safe and, you know, 
yeah, is like a very slow evolution to where our class sizes are now, yeah. which was kind of perfect for the way things were growing too. Mm -hmm. It like evolved in a very organic and natural way. Like as soon as we could hold more people, more people came. Yeah. <laughs> you we, know, we really, the case. we really respected though the guidelines as much as we could until it's like, well, What's people need to here? move though yeah. too because like yeah. we're talking about depression, we're talking mm -hmm. about people don't have a sense of community like how can we do it and be super uber safe you know what i mean because now we got covid now we have a fire so now mm -hmm. what do we do you know yeah um and i mean the one thing i feel like it's been easier for us to um bounce back is because since we were so brand new um jackie and i had the motivation and the excitement from our community and ourselves just be like What's next? Oh, we got this. Mm -hmm. No problem. Oh, fire. Okay, no big deal. What's next? Like we were able to, we did, we had no idea. We've never done this yeah. before. And yeah. so for us, this has all been fresh and new since being open July 2020. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's you, a know? Good point. you know, and so I'm so grateful, so grateful we were not open five years before mm -hmm. or whatever the number is. Cause I feel like at that point, we might have been just thrown in the towel. Mm -hmm. You we know, had a lot of fresh energy. We had a lot of fresh energy. You might have been like, you know what? Forget this. I'm just going to, I don't know. I don't know. That's so. that's a good point that you bring up that you guys are like relatively new business owners, mm -hmm. right? And you okay. started in the middle, not even the middle, at the very be beginning of the pandemic when nobody really knew like what was going on. Totally. So just kind of thinking back for like the past two years, two and a half years, what are some necessary skill sets that you guys developed that have kept your business growing oh flexibility flexibility for sure like just taking things as they come and go flexibility is a huge one <laughs> um and you know not being too political as well you know just like not we, we really never wanted to ostracize anybody. So like just being very like open to like whatever, like never pushing our views upon anyone or speaking of them and just letting it be a very like, um, just more of like a harmonious place for people to just come and move and not have to talk about these, these other things, but being able to roll with the punches with that flexibility, I think has mm -hmm. been a really big um, communication communication is really, really big and important. I mean, we all know that, right? And then just kind of learning different levels of that in life. In our community, I mean, we keep going back and feel like it's the theme of our of talking here, but our community is so important mm -hmm. and we have not ostracized anybody here. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that can happen a lot in a lot of small studios, especially in a small city like Chico. Mm -hmm. And we, we have people all different personalities, all different Spectrums. sizes, all, and we love each and every one of them. And we know, we know about each person that walks through these doors. And if mm -hmm. we just met you, we're going to get to know you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's really important for Jackie and I is just whoever walks through these doors feels welcome. Um, yeah. no matter what, no matter what. So, um, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about big picture, long-term goals. So today is December 22nd, not 22nd, today is December 2nd, 2018. <laughs> I haven't done my Christmas shopping, so don't scare me. <laughs> um, what are you guys working towards six, 12 months from now? Like, how do you want your business to look? 
Um, so we do want to start offering becoming more of like a education hub here. And so offering um, Pilates education, bar education, um, yoga education here. Also because we need more instructors. <laughs> <laughs> um, also more workshops as well. We have, I mean, I feel like some of the best instructors, best teachers in, in, in Chico, and they all want to offer you know, other education, other workshops, things that they're passionate about, mm -hmm. they want to offer to our clients. So doing more of that. Okay. Um, what else? Well, there's a couple other things. We just, we just got a new apparatus for the Pilates room. And so that's going to be new. Um, so we can use Pilates comes with like three main apparatuses that you can use during classes. And we just purchased the third one. Okay. Um, we first opened, we bought the reformer. That's the main one. After our first year being open, we celebrated by buying chairs. chairs. Yep. And then on our third year, it was like we moved into a new space. And so we just now kind of six months in bought these towers. So that's a pretty big deal for us to have all three of those. Um, and, but I, I do feel offering the education mm -hmm. is going to be a really big piece for Melissa and I moving forward. It's going to be take up a fair amount of time to kind of get that up and off the ground. Mm -hmm. um, and that is pretty exciting for mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. so. so is this like, this is like continuing education for the instructors that you have? Well, it'll allow, like, it's a Pilates certification, if you will. It'll allow somebody to, who doesn't know how to teach Pilates, to, to learn how to teach Pilates. And, and that's what we just kind of kept running into. It's like, we need more teachers. Chico's so small that we're like, <laughs> well, we know all the teachers in town and they either are working for someone or they're working here. Yeah. And so we just kind of hit a plateau where we're like, we could grow and have more classes. Um, our instructors, we need more. <laughs> we totally need more. So. And we have a lot of our clients here. They're super interested. They love it. They love yeah. it. Or they're like a yoga, yoga teacher that wants to, that's been doing Pilates. Fell in love. That's the other thing is we really treat our um, employees really well. So they really are happy to be They're here. They're really happy. I mean, we were both employees at another studio. Um, it's important that our employees are treated well, paid well. Mm -hmm. um, so we pay the best in town. We offer a lot of like incentive and mm -hmm. perks if they like if they're employees with us, um, they get like an education bonus every year. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's it was really important to us, like as like people who were the employees before to feel valued because yeah. honestly, going back to your question <laughs> of what makes us successful, the fact that we have the best teachers in town is what makes us successful as well. So really like knowing that like our, our studio wouldn't be what it is without them. Yeah. And good point, Jackie, our employees, our teachers here are also so important to us. They are mm -hmm. also the ones because they care so much. Yeah. Um, everybody really cares yeah. about this process and we give everybody a voice. Like if something, if they are seeing something they'd like to see be running differently or whatever, we just really give them mm -hmm. a voice to contribute. Mm -hmm. And so we take them very, they're a family. They're We're a, family. a family here. Yeah. We have one teacher here. Holly, who we love, yeah, says all the, the time, she's been with, yeah, been with us since the beginning. Um, all the time she'll remind me we're a family because that's mm -hmm. what we do. We're a family. I'm like, yes, we are. Yeah. Yes, we are. We're all here together. So making yeah. this, making this ship run. Yeah. <laughs> 
Alrighty, ladies. Well, I think this is a pretty good place for us to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, where can we find you? Uh, website, thepilatesbarchico.com. Instagram as well, thepilatesbarchico. Um, yeah, reach out to us. If you ever have questions, ever in oh Chico. my gosh, ever in Chico, <laughs> please reach out. We would love to help you. We know what it's like. Um, we're all after the same goal, right? Um, so please, yeah, know that Jackie and myself are here to help guide the way if you have any questions, because nobody was really here for us. And it would just be rad to have, you know, this podcast is amazing mm -hmm. to have Great this resource. Yeah, resource. Um, but just, you know, we're part of your community as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. all right, Jackie, any final words? I think Melissa did it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like um, we would love to be a resource for you guys. And um, even if you just want to come and experience some movement and see what we have to offer. Yeah, we just yeah. love, we love connecting. So mm -hmm. we're open to all of it. All righty. Well, thank you ladies so much. We really appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And, you know, we're of course going to be looking forward to seeing what you guys are going to be able to accomplish down the road. Thanks so you're welcome. So <laughs> to everybody who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lawrence out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.